first step would be for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. Uh, people should respect each other, and, uh, not dependent with the color, the gender. Uh, we must avoid all this uh, uh, confrontation. You know? The fact that we're all humans is what unites us. So. But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet. The task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate. I think friendship and being nice to each other can unite everyone. Once we live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make Just conscious decisions. Work for the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things. Love and it's respect. It's a compassionate society, a society that understands that your needs are what unites us is being in relationship with each other. It's about humanizing the human society. Everybody has to be informed in a, in a proper way. Let's support each other, let's help each other, no matter what another person may have. In the creative society, human life will be of highest value, and the best human qualities will prevail. Greetings, dear friends. You are on Alatra TV India, and we are very happy to see you here again. And today we continue our series of creative enterprise. And today we are going to ask our entrepreneurs how they envision the creative society. Uh, this broadcast is based on the Creative Society project, which is initiated by people and for people. Our goal is to ask each person on earth what is the world that he or she would like to live in. And uh, that, uh, why we do it? Because that is what can unite us. We can be united by one united goal, to build a society we all want to live in and the society which we all deserve. So welcome to our broadcast. And for more information, please visit our website alatreunites.com. My name is Tatiana, and my beautiful co-host today is Kusum Kanwa. It's such a pleasure always to see you. And um, I would like to say that Ms. Kusum initiated this series of broadcasts. She is a founder of Adapt Skills, Deputy President, WEECIMSME, Mumbai, and Global Ambassador, GCPIT. Welcome, Ms. Kusum. Thank you, and Namaskar. Thank you so much, Tanya. I'm fortunate and happy always to co-host the Creative Enterprise with you. It is such a pleasure to be with our beautiful and bright and stunning Tanya, who's a college teacher, teaching English, and is a proud Alatra Unites volunteer, spreading the eight foundations of the Creative Society. Thank you so much. It gives me immense pleasure to share and acknowledge the commitment of all Creative Society volunteers, a very, very awe-inspiring resolution and resilience by Alina, Olga, Anna, Anya, Tatiana, and the technical support team always, and for bringing the world closer and making it a happy and joyous creative society to be in. So we have witnessed, 
We have witnessed such a goosebump raising historical events uniting all countries in the world. And I was pr privileged and grateful to witness the event that happened about uh, two Sundays back. And today we are part of the Creative Society project. A huge welcome to our guests to the Creative Society broadcast and to all our viewers. Namaste from India. In sync with CIM SME. Confederation of Indian Micro and Small Medium Enterprises. We bring together this broadcast as like-minded partners for creative enterprises and business section. CIM SME, the Center for of Excellence for Innovation, Incubation, and Entrepreneurship are units of internal International Council of Technology, Management, and Applied Engineering India. And DCPIT, that's Global Council Promoting International Trade, which all of us are associated with as global, global ambassadors, which is a flagship initiated by CIM, SME, and DCPIT. We have a strong belief in the mission articulated by our founder and director, Santosh Ganesh, which is to empower, collaborate, innovate, and stand together as true human beings and not miss the human touch. It is an honor and pleasure to introduce both our esteemed guests from CIMSME and DCPIT India today. Such a pleasure having Praveena Tota with us today. Uh, Namaste to you. And she's a national chairperson, Telangana State, CIM SME India, an entrepreneur with, with the social responsibility, CEO of Envision Innovations, gives wings to her dreams to empower homemakers to homepreneurs and scale up as entrepreneurs. Creating business platform for homepreneurs, giving them wings for financial independence, thereby creating and enabling a huge impact for women to start and expand businesses in home, that's home baking, home food, creative activities, salon, etc. She remains a role model for many, including me, with her two decades diversified journey by breaking barriers in every phase of life from language to technical education, shift to technology, uh, jobs, uh, you know, to technology jobs, uh, to not, uh, you know, make it just, uh, you know, a feminine venture, however, move on to a success path with enthusiasm and dedication. She's honored with numerous excellence award for her exemplary work in her enabling and creating a huge impact. Her role model is none other than the legendary warrior Queen Lakshmi Bai of India. Welcome to our broadcast, Ms. Praveena. Uh, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcoming our guests, none other than Ankita Avasti, the Global Ambassador, DCPIT, and President WEE, Lucknow, Uttar Pradesh, CIMSME, India. A financial analyst, she's a content strategy creator, working again for women for flexible and gainful employment for them. Ms. Ankita has facilitated women to train, guide, and mentor them to start work from home and home careers. Womennomics, as she believes in it and is on a mission for the same, representing as a global ambassador, India for the world. She trusts women should always be financially stable, totally agree. She runs a Facebook group, work from home, and has been able to use her network and provide good work from home opportunities for all genders, women or men, right? That's, that's the best part of it. Reading is a foremost hobby. 
Fountainhead by Ayn Rand has a deep impact on her, which is about the struggle for acceptance of great new ideas in a society. She believes people with novel and diverse ideas are not straightforwardly heard or acknowledged, even though in time these ideas become the core of the society. So keeping the momentum is important, just like the creative society movement. Thank you and welcome. It is such a pleasure having both of you here and welcome Ankita again. Thank you. Over to you, Tatiana. Thank you so much, Kusum, as always, for such a perfect, very detailed introduction of our guests. Uh, it's really great uh, to meet you, dear ladies, and I hope I'm looking forward to this beautiful conversation about the Creative Society. Uh, and although Ms. Kusum gave a very detailed dis description of yours, um, could you please share? yourself, uh, a few details about yourself, what are you currently involved in, what is the focus of your attention, what inspires you in your life and beyond that. So, Ms. Ankita, could you please start? Right. Uh, so, thank you everyone for having me here today. And uh, I'm so privileged and honored to share my thoughts and my journey with everyone around the world. And uh, you know, to come to your question, Tatiana, that, you know, what has moved me, what has given me inspiration to do so many things is basically, you know, the drive to be, uh, to really uh, accomplish, you know, become accomplished and basically to explore myself as a human being. And uh, I realized somewhere down the path, you know, initially you are pushed uh, uh, to accomplish things so that you can get to a certain level in society, you know, by your parents and by your elders. But slowly you start realizing uh, there are a lot of uh, things that you uh, can achieve. There is a lot of potential within each one of us. And that is where, uh, you know, I wanted to bring it to a broader framework where I, after uh, realizing my own uh, strengths and weaknesses, I tried to build that into a structure with my platform. So, you know, whether it, it's in terms of counseling, whether it's in terms of one-on-one -on -one, uh, ideation of business or even solving personal issues, uh, it, it just depends on uh, the fact that, you know, a person wants to reach, uh, reach to the highest level of actualization that everybody can. So nobody wants to stay where they are. You know, everybody wants to, be, uh, to progress and move ahead. In life and I think that is one of the basics of any creative society because at the end of the day we are saying that we want to become a creative society and uh, you know once your survival your safety those basics have been taken care of so then uh, at, uh, you know everyone will want to achieve that additional x factor so they can uh, become realize uh, and come closer to self-actualization so uh, I think that has been what has been my driving uh, point till this uh, point in my life. Uh, very great uh, point of inspiration <laughs> and motivation in your life. Thank you so much. And Ms. Pravina, what about you? What inspires you in your life? Yeah, and first, let me thank you, thank you all for the great, you know, uh, you know it's, it's a very great platform to express ourselves because we have been thinking of creative society, but, you know, uh, having been sharing the, uh, you know, experiences and views, it really helps. So I would like to congratulate complete team for that, the, all the efforts you're putting in. When it comes to this, uh, the focus, uh, the currently the focus being in 
empowerment through entrepreneurship. I believe in that, you know, especially in India, MSME being a backbone. So we all should strive for that. So uh, currently, uh, getting back to what inspires me before even talking about that, I would like to look currently, current, uh, the organization I am associated with, Confederation of Indian MSME, uh, which is, you know, uh, purely looking at bridging the gap between the like, you know, government and the, you know, the system, the system itself, like, you know, where uh, the normal people, like, you know, the, if you, even if you want to create, a, you know, a society where, you know, the, all the information should be reaching, that's where there was a failure. And that's what uh, CMSM is looking at. And from women vision as, as well, like, you know, I, I had a vision of doing the same. So that's where I'm in line with it. That is a core and prime focus of mine. And when it comes to what inspires me, so I'm a person, you know, I always tossed up to the things because I am, I was from a you know, Telugu medium. I was uh, like, you know, uh, the regional language I'm talking about. The problems I faced, I always feel the other person should not face. So the way, you know, the, when I look back my career, so I carry multifaceted experiences. So like, you know, I would always think we should never expect every person has the same potential, but we can make them to bring in that potential in them. So I was thinking what all I tossed up into. So I was, I was a person from telling medium, but I could not, I could get into HR and, you know, technical. Then when I completely took a break of 10 years and then I was back as a HR strategist, even though regional language was a barrier for me. Then I thought, you know, there are many people who really feels like, you know, that is a barrier, they, the self-confidence, they lose. So I was thinking that is the area I need to focus upon. The similarly, uh, technology front, when they come, come from commerce background, they think that technology, they cannot go ahead. So I come from, uh, so, you know, I've taken up SAP, ABAP consultant profession. Then, I, then that, that's where I was explaining them, like, no, this is all you have to. So my complete career, and uh, when, uh, when I've taken up as a builder, you know, so that is a, that's shown as you know, men only can do that. So that's where I wanted to show them, like, you know, even women can do that. So I believe in that, you know, leaders should, should be, a, you know, by example. So what you achieve, what you do, and you would be a role model. That's so my focus being, and now I'm thinking, like, you know, the women envision, what I'm really working on, you know, gra women at grassroots level. You know, women, they, they, they are educated, but they don't know what to do. You know, they are confined to their homes. So there I wanted to bring the change. The only thing they need is, like, you know, customers. And, you know, the, the place to exhibit the platform I have created. That, that's what inspires me to do so many things because when they come back to me and say that, you know, we are able to have passive income, we are, you know, financially independent now. Super. Wonderful. Tatiana, you want to add in something before I go on? Just wanted to say that our ladies, our guests today are very inspired and yeah. want to uh, contribute uh, to the society, yes. yeah, to uh, just a better life of people and especially women. That's, yes. uh, that's really great. Thank Absolutely. you for, for, for doing that, actually. Yes, it's really wonderful. Uh, thank you so much. You know, I can just, I can just feel that, you know, you're talking from your heart and it is, you know, it's both your passion that is speaking out and so heartening to listening uh, to listen to both of you, your inspiration, your enthusiasm and your reasons are so inspiring. So you're, and you both are making such a difference in the lives of women, you know, homemakers to home printers and work from home options. Um, and you work with so many diverse groups. So in your opinion, uh, Praveena, uh, what unites all people in the world, regardless of their nationality, their religion, their positions, or any associations? So what do we all have in common, Praveena? 
So I would say I would start and say that you know, the creative society building, that desire for that, that is a prime thing. Everyone wants to do, do that, but they don't have platform to do that. Right. So that itself is the first and foremost, which definitely unites you know, because everybody desires for the healthy environment. Everybody desires for it. That is one thing which really unites them and say that, you know, let's work for it. So another thing I would uh, really uh, mention about is like, you know, when you value a human, you know, something like, you know, you feel that, you know, something is going to happen to them. You know, the threat, I can't, I, I'm not going in a negative pattern, but you know, the some kind of threat is happening, then we stand by and say that we are here. Because when the situation arises in such way, so everything drives, you know, the common common uh, uh, mission or common vision. And maybe, you know, uh, as I mentioned before, that might be, you know, you know, different dots. But when we bring a platform and say that, you know, this is what we are doing, then people connect and say that, yes, we are there. So maybe, you know, yeah, that's where, you know, so I would congratulate, like, you know, it's, it's a friendship, love, affection, everything is there. But the desire for the creative society also, the prime one, I would say. Superb. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So Ankita, in your opinion, what unites all people in the world, regardless of their nationality, their religion, you know, their, their positions or any associations? What do we all have in common? I think, uh, you know, the, the, the clipping which played in the beginning, you know, someone mentioned that love and respect are the two things that everybody needs, irrespective of, uh, you know, where they come from, what is their background? So I think that's one thing which drives everybody. That's the basic desire. You know, you want to be loved by your family. You want to be, uh, you want to gain the respect of society in which you live in. And uh, for, for that, you will go to any lens. You know, either you will look for commercial success uh, in your profession or you will, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, there's a very interesting philosophical debate that uh, doing good for others is also a very selfish deed, actually, because, you know, it's giving you more joy than the other person. So, you know, uh, it, 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 you know, it can be seen in any way. So I think that love and respect, we all crave for that. We want to have that at all times. And that is one thing which kind of binds all of us. So if I give you positive vibes, those vibes will, you know, will reach to you and the same positive vibes you will pass on to the next person you meet. But the moment if, you know, if I'm unhappy or I have something negative in my mind, you know, uh, those things will come across to you no matter how hard I try to hide it. So uh, I think uh, at the end of the day, that synergy, the positive energy the love and respect is what drives people mm. to achieve greater heights, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, no matter how much one might say that I am an individualistic person and, you know, I don't really crave for other people's uh, attention or appreciation, but, you know, somewhere in the back of our minds and hearts, we all love to be appreciated in one way or the other. So yeah. I think that is the driving force for mm -hmm. all of us. Thank you. Thank you so much. So what I can see, uh, you know, here, both of you speaking is, is mutual respect. There's love, there is kindness. Uh, so there are, uh, you know, these are the two, three most powerful guiding forces on which the entire earth revolves. Uh, appreciation. It's so well put up, uh, Ankita, by you. 
and it knows no barrier neither does it have any language so that's why we are saying that you know what is it that unites uh, you know the whole world and these virtues are few of the most important aspects which help in building a creative society uh, thank you so much for enlightening us uh, you know about your views over to you tatiana Yeah, thank you. And I would like to ask you about your envisage of the creative society, the society where all people are happy <laughs> and love each other, where all resources and all um, potential uh, are directed to to the improving of life of each person and all people in general, to the to the improving of the life of the society as a whole, where we all all people in the world are. Uh, very friendly members of one big family. So, how do you see such a society, Pravina? Could you please start? Yeah. So, so here again, I can get back to and say that you know, so because you have the same ideology, so you know you are looking at the things in us. See what what is really want to achieve. So everyone is looking for the same ideology, like where uh, the you know. we we get the things which are you know mutually the money's mutual respect is one thing and you know we see the uh, things which which we which we get it across the world in a similar way you no know, way there is no there is no difference at all right so all of us here because now we want to bring that change across the globe unanimously like it's not like you know one place there's a change another place no no so all of us all of all the countries like you know all the countries uh, the electra tv the, the you know people are there so everyone is trying in, in to bring change in their particular you know arena and you know to bring the change and you know the ideology to be implemented the eight platforms you were talking about the foundation you are talking about so all the you know, the freedom and the safety and you know other measures you know moral values so all all those things should be in imbibed into and built into that's what you all are trying for yeah yeah thank you so much that you also mentioned about eight foundations uh, they are uh, integral part of the creative society actually and we'll talk about them more in our next question uh, but actually you are absolutely right because they are completely um, um, just uh, uh, creative society means the eight foundations yeah and uh, the creative society is based on them so thank you so much and ankita what about you how do you envisage the creative society uh, so i think it's quite a complicated process to build a first a very equal society and a creative society uh, you know as the next step so i uh, i think uh, for creativity to really thrive you need to have some kind of equalization so equalization can be in terms of uh, of course you know you cannot have uh, money being distributed equally to everybody that's because i think the commercial aspects always uh, overpowers uh, uh, industries but the fact that you know governments and societies in each country should realize that people have should have the freedom to be as they want to be you know of course rules are required to keep a very uh, um, you know responsible uh, society in place to be a responsible citizen is important but uh, the important thing is that you know things like uh, you know there are laws being passed in different countries now that people from different uh, uh sex or uh, different uh, you know genders are being recognized and you know same sex marriages are being legalized or there have been um, uh, activities and 
you know marches for for demands for such things so that's amazing because so much of change is coming across countries and the fact is that once that equalization is there that that respect is there you know for all people no matter what their uh, requirements are no matter where they come from so you know then you can look towards really connecting creatively with each other because once if that basis of respect is not there you cannot really work together that is my understanding from what i have seen so far so uh, you know uh, that mutual respect has to be brought in by either laws uh, within the country and when countries interact with each other so as citizens of the world you know we can all be on the same platform we can uh, really understand that each other's cultures uh, you know cultural nuances we can respect that we can understand that and then we can uh, collaborate more creatively so and you know uh, that will be much more fruitful once those uh, issues of conflicts are out of the way then you can definitely be a much more uh, uh, fruitful you can have a more fruitful discussion or collaboration and this is where sometimes i feel that commercial or capitalism really helps because um, you know one thing that everyone uh, wants to do is earn more and uh, you know so irrespective of the differences they will put it aside and for the for the goal of the organization they will try to meet it together you know so whether it's a it's a society like creative society where we are trying to achieve an equalization we are trying to achieve the respect of human values you know we can uh, put aside all our differences and we can work together no matter which country or what, what background we come from so i think that's yeah. one way to keep building it give a bigger role or bigger goal to uh, people involved in anything and that is how you know uh, if they really want to achieve that goal they will put aside the differences and that is how you your creative society will come in place yeah uh just one point that it is our creative society it's for all people uh, yes, just uh, in the world yeah irrespective of any countries and so on and uh, the only uh, th- thing that separates us is, is our understanding of it yeah is our accept acceptance that we are different that, uh, but uh, this inequality to my mind it's absolutely artificial it's not natural for for humans yeah so we should just eliminate it and understand that we all uh, humans and we all want to be happy that's it and create make, make this world uh, the way we want it to to be absolutely right absolutely yes. agree yeah so and uh, the creative society that we are talking about as we have already also mentioned uh is based on the eight foundations of the creative society and uh, let's uh, watch a short video how these eight foundations were formed this creative society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves after we carried out many social surveys interviews conferences and well we talked to many people really all over the world these eight foundations of the creative society is the result of the desire the demand of the people themselves because they talk about it they tell us how they want to live where in what world 
in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world. These eight foundations are wishes and desires uh, of each person on earth. And our dear viewers, if you have not read this article yet, please visit our website, alatriunites.com, and uh, um, be acquainted with this article. And uh, our guests, as I know, have already read it. And could you please uh, comment on and express your personal opinion about these eight foundations? Uh, Ankita, could you please start first? Uh, you, your microphone is muted. Sorry, I'm so sorry. So once, uh, you know, I came across the eight foundations of creative society, I realized that they are so common sense, you know, they are just basic human values, which, which are actually very, very difficult to follow. Because the fact is that we are entangled in a lot of complicated, uh, you know, thought process as a society and as a race, as a human race. So, you know, we have let go of these things and uh, we are more worried about how to earn a living. We are more worried about how to become rich. We are more worried about, you know, becoming famous. And, you know, it's, it's an individualistic goal mainly and how to just take care of our families, you know. So, but we kind of, uh, we demarcate ourselves from the person living next to us, you know, whether it's my neighbor, it's my neighboring country or anybody for that matter so you know it's uh, you know as the rules uh, or the basic human values suggest that you you have to be uh, aligned with each other's emotions you know so uh, human uh, value valuing each other's opinions respect uh, love and uh, so many these are things that you know we try to inculcate within our kids you know as uh, as little kids, you know, school you're taught uh, through various prayers, through stories and things like that. But as we grow older, we, we just forget it ourselves. So my thought process is that, you know, all of us um, as adults as well, we require a certain reinforcement. And I think the year 2020 has given us that reinforcement that, uh, you know, with the post-pandemic uh, era, and during the pandemic, we all realized that how survival is the basis of anything, of living and surviving together is the most important thing. So, you know, we have learned to survive together as a society and as a human race. Uh, there were very interesting things happening during the pandemic, you know, when there was lockdown across the world. So, uh, you know, the, uh, the other species on the earth, you know, they... Uh, they grew in number because the humans were not out there killing them. So, you know, uh, many extinct animals came to life or they, they were seen actually after a long period of time that scientists were quite shocked to see that uh, because they believed that these species were extinct. So I read of many such instances and it was so amazing that, you know, how we as humans were focused on something so different, whereas the rest of the species are just there for survival for them it's just about you know living the daily uh, uh daily uh, life as, as it is 
and the pandemic taught us that to live a life simple life on a daily basis but together so the creative society embodies all these values in a very uh, succinct manner in a very short format which is which can be explained to anybody even a child you know i can explain this to a 10 year old child as well that you know uh, this is what a creative society would 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 be you know in future if you and i actually sit and you know we start practicing these things ourselves so uh, my uh, uh, i i think that this is something that should be imbibed across it should be imbibed uh, across organizations first in adults i will not say that we start going teaching it in schools i think it's already been taught in schools it should be starting to be imbibed in across organizations like you know in cimsme we are already practicing so many of these things because we are collaborating with countries with people in different uh, backgrounds in different professions and it has been uh, so uh, you know opening your mind just opens up that you know oh wow we have we are interacting with people with so many backgrounds and uh, it just kind of breaks all the barriers in your mind so your subconscious you know uh, you subconsciously look forward to such interactions because now you feel that oh you know they are they and i or you and i are absolutely the same so uh, you know i love these uh, values and i hope you know if we start e- uh, practicing them uh, on an individual level i think uh, we can definitely achieve them over a period of time yeah absolutely right just one point uh, in the beginning you mentioned that it is hard to achieve uh, i mean this eight foundations yes. but uh, No, but uh, wh- why is it hard to achieve if you are correctly uh, as you have correctly mentioned you just have to practice them day by day and it's natural for for each person to live like this and as you are practicing it already in in your organizations um i think it's it's not so hard as it it as it may seem let's say so <laughs> yeah it's not hard as it seems it's just that we can we kind of get distracted with a lot of other things as i said you know complications in our head and uh, things like our own egos and uh, competition and uh, you know things like that i think that is what kind of drives you away from these values so definitely if we start being mindful of it i'm sure all of us can practice them very easily yeah and another point that you have mentioned is about information yeah that we should inform people about that we should speak about that and actually that's what we are doing now is the first stage of of building the creative society the informational stage uh that to inform people about this opportunity as you correctly said to open up their mind for this idea that it can be achieved right so right Yeah, that's wonderful you. that's wonderful yeah. and i'm so glad to be a small part of this effort and i hope you know we can achieve this over a period of time yeah so we are all small part of it as drops of the ocean but together the ocean is very huge and powerful <laughs> absolutely yeah. thank you and miss pravina what about you what is your opinion about the eight foundations uh, you know foundations like i can res- i can resonate a lot because you know, all of us have that in our minds but you know there's there was no such platform to put it forward those points that's what i felt so every one of us you know whosoever you know uh, have that mindset ideology definitely thinks about it in the similar grounds and when it comes to human life i was thinking like you know the natural resources which are you know, uh, uh, you know that itself has become curse to us 
no we don't have a pure water to drink we are seeing you know people who don't have pure water to drink and you know air pollution which is no pure air so the natural resource itself has become a curse because of we are not you know the society is not built towards that we are you know you know the destructive mentality you know the mindset so here you know when i looked at the foundation the people who have reads it they'll again think back can we think of a constructive society you know constructive mindset coming out of destruction so the violence or you know the the, the safety measures or yeah rightly mentioned so everyone needs you know the security and the safety it's not that the rich has that and the discrimination should not be there uh, that is the, the another beautiful thing i felt is like you know the creative ideology yeah so the moral values which were lacking in so i i could uh, you know uh, all the foundation uh, you know just whenever reading them i was thinking like you know somewhere many many things i i'm already doing that you know i could resonate in that with the associating with different uh, associations like when i talk about cimsme this confederation of indian msme of course we are talking about like you know uh, entrepreneur should be every everyone's uh, you know everyone should be getting it the learning it uh, you know with a nominal cost or you know that very easily so for that we have started you know entrepreneurship development program that you know we could uh, cross more than 2000 women and youth you know they we there we did not even discriminate their senior citizens youth or the women so many have learned and they started implementing that is a creative society we could build right so when it comes to women in vision women in vision through which what i am doing is i want them to be financially independent how am i doing the see the the value say what is that required what is that we are providing right so there we are not discriminating like you know if you have you know if you come from a certain background then only you will be in a position to sell your products no so we are creating a platform where you are open to everything right if if you if you can whatever you can do even if you can do teaching you use digital atmosphere we create for you so that's how you know we are making like you know, bringing them back to and we are imbibing in their minds empowering is everyone's responsibility so once you start you know inculcating their in in their minds like you know the values so definitely that they'll work towards creative society uh, and another thing i would like to mention that when i really looked at the moral values you are talking about the behavior behavior changes the aggression the anger the uh, you know the, uh, the specially you know uh, i was amazed with one point you know we have a ancient history where you know the uh, where thief has turned out to be a great poet valmiki so that was a thing when i i looked at you know your uh, foundations uh, you know the video i was amazed so this has been doing in a last so many years but which we are not following now so that's where i'm associated with sashakti ubarat where we are creating awareness we are bringing back the ancient stream to the in the people's mind it's like a regular it should be a continuous process which we are doing it so where you know we are bringing back ancient history and another thing what i've seen is women are always feel that you know, they are not confident enough right now but our history says like you know our women were very confident because after the invasions like you know uh, complete culture has changed so we are trying to bring back that culture and you know we are so the main uh, paramount thing is the awareness and continuous process to educate them tell the people this is wrong this is that this is how we have to live in 
So this is a society we have to envision, where you know everyone gets a right, right for the you know even even whatever the work they are doing. At the end of the day, they need to think back and say that what is that we are doing to society. When I am doing that, you know we have to inculcate to even the kids. So when I looked at the, all the foundation, it's very clear. And you know, it's 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 like you know the values which has to be imbibed into all the children and everyone. So it should be like a continuous process. And you guys are doing an amazing job, uh, definitely. Uh, really, uh, we should appreciate and we'll definitely take it forward to our all the you know across our network. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tatiana, you want to add something? Actually, just uh, to mention that uh, this creative society cannot appear just out of nothing. Just today yeah. we sleep here and tomorrow is a creative society. It's a gradual project uh, process, yeah, and uh, each of us is doing something on our own places. And as you have mentioned, you're already implementing the, yeah. this uh, eight foundations. Maybe you did not call them this way exactly, mm -hmm. yeah, but actually you were uh, and you are uh, implementing them. So it's, it's really great, uh, yeah. wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. So thank you. There's, there's so many, uh, you know, synergistic and resonating points, you can say that uh, the creative society is that common goal around which people from all over the world, you know, all of us are, are uniting over that common goal. Uh, and also, it is a new route of uh, development, which is a real solution for our civilization now. You know, if we, we, we should not lose this route or uh, we should imbibe this new route of development. So, uh, Ankita, to you, so what in your viewpoint of a society where life of each and every human is that of the highest value? So, uh, so what is your viewpoint of a society where human life or life of each and every human is of the highest value? What, is, what do you think about it? Okay, so uh, I think that uh, a society, you know, where um, I am free to pursue whatever I want in terms of profession, uh, live in, in any way that I want to personally, of course, without hindering on, hindering on the freedom, you know, my neighbor or the person next to me. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, nobody is going to question me or put me down, basically, you know, nobody is going to put me down for it. So I think uh, that's the most, uh, uh, that's the biggest way you can uh, judge any society or any country or keep people there. So even, you know, uh, we have countries where certain professions are discriminated against and, uh, you know, certain professions are looked upon at with great respect, but certain professions are not. So, you know, discrimination like that. So uh, when we start getting rid of such discrimination, discrimination in terms of gender, discrimination in terms of uh, sexual orientation or religion or, uh, you know, uh, backgrounds of anything. So I think that is when the human life the, or the value of the human life will really come forward. Because then only each person can pursue their, uh, you know, complete potential. As I was mentioning earlier, once these basics are complete, only then can a person move ahead and work towards uh, realizing their own uh, accomplishments or potential. So, you know, uh, the most uh, quoted uh, uh, thing over here is that Maslow's hierarchy, that pyramid that is uh, quoted the most. So Maslow's hierarchy is basically just an, 
a symbolic representation of how all of us uh, like uh, you know uh, for a human being uh, safety survival is at the lowest end of the pyramid and uh, your self actualization needs are at the highest end of the pyramid so you know those the basic ones your food safety security uh, they have to be fulfilled to form the foundation of the pyramid only then can you go on top of it even climb on top of mm-hmm. it and actually build something more on over there mm-hmm. so i think uh, uh, a very creative society will come in place or the human value will really come uh, forth once you know we have achieved those basics which is still missing across many countries and many societies right right so that's why we are talking about it <clears throat> so that you know uh, we we reach there and uh, we you know we as human beings or we have, as people um, also um, you know consider this um, you know as the highest value human life is the ha- highest value pravina so what is your viewpoint of a society where life of each and every human is that of the highest value so first and foremost is uh, you know human life No, yeah. now i think so you know, now uh, 2020 has really taught us the importance of human life the pandemic has really taught us the importance of human life because you no know, until until then we were thinking like you know we are we were busy in our own lives and you know, we never bothered about the environment we never bothered about the situations around we never bothered like you know, even if you pollute anything like you know water air anything what is going to happen to us like you know now we have become super conscious so that's where you know we started thinking about the importance of human life Robo- robotics and you know everything is in form but nothing could change you know nothing could save you know until the human stand by each other so and another thing another aspect of is you know everyone uh, has to measure like you no know, though we are we are talking about so much automation and so much of uh, you know in, in in across the globe but when it comes to the life of a human you know a human a human being there for you that that makes a difference so here uh, whatever the changes come in whatever the things coming and we we have to remain and humble and we have to remain in wish with the respect and we should uh, you know accept everyone's belief system we should respect their belief system and we should always stand by and say that we are here for you that's where we unite and say you no know, we start giving the you know importance to the human life superb thank you so much and when we are talking about human life um, you know this is the first foundation of the creative society which is human life and this creative society is a unique format um, in which every human is happy so uh, no human is hungry or homeless so when we are talking about maslow's you know hierarchy we 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 have to start tackling it right from the first step where uh, there's no human that who's hungry who's homeless and every single person helps each other so that's the kind of a creative society or that is the human life uh, you know where each life and every human is of the highest value thank you so much tatiana to you over to you thank you for this uh, comment is completely right that is why uh, they are all equal uh, they say foundations as I mean but uh, human life is on top of this uh, <laughs> anyway yeah because all other foundations they are uh, just uh, come, come as a consequences uh, as a consequence of this very first one and the most important yeah and in each even bad event we can find some positive thing that we can um, uh, really value our life and life of people around us 
So, and as Ms. Kusum correctly mentioned, the creative society is a society where there are no homeless, uh, no, no bad situations or bad, uh, um, so some poor people and so on. So, because each person in the creative society, each person lives prosperously in all spheres of life. And the question is, how will business be modified in such circumstances if there is no need for pursuit or for uh, no need uh, in pursuit for money or some kind of profit? So what do you think, Ankita? Okay, uh, I think that's going to be quite a tough uh, thing to imagine, really. It's like, you know, imagining a lockdown completely. So... Uh, you know, just the way we couldn't imagine a lockdown, I cannot imagine business not working for profits. So uh, I think the toughest thing is going to be, uh, I think, bringing motivation. So, you know, for, I think it's safe to say, and I sometimes feel it's not such a bad thing that money is the biggest motivator. So, you know, bringing the motivation for people to really, uh, be disciplined to work on a schedule or uh, to work in various organizations to work towards a common goal. You know, uh, so the the goal of the organization is not the goal of the employees in the organization. I mean, I think any HR person will tell you that, that, you know, uh, the goal of the employee is to gain the maximum uh, increment at the end of the year or, you know, to seek out uh, a promotion at the end of the year. The goal of the organization is to maximize their profits, you know. So they're actually very conflicting goals and objectives. So uh, if you imagine a society where businesses do not have to pursue profits, but they have to pursue human life, I think it will still have to be connected to some sort of a commercial gain because otherwise there is no motivation for even organizations to worry about human lives. That is the pure fact of it. I mean... We would love to imagine that, you know, we all love each other. But uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of people in this world who do not really care about human lives per se. So, uh, you know, uh, there are uh, there are mafias of all kinds. There are mafias to, you know, extract even resources. Uh, that's the most uh, curious thing, you know, that always intrigues me that, you know, just to extract uh, oil in, in a particular country or to extract some uh, natural resources. There is so much of mafia around it. You know, there's an entire network of uh, mafia business running around it. So that's quite scary. And honestly, you just, we will really need to sit and think and change the motivations behind organizations. And most of these uh, such things are actually funded by big organizations that, you know, we never even come to know straightforward. So uh, I think uh, for a business to really focus on human value and human life, uh, there has to be a complete change in the motivation system. And, uh, you know, the even then, I think uh, we cannot really do away with the objective of capitalism or making money. But we'll have to connect that to, uh, we'll have to link it in some smart manner which I'm sure somebody will come up in future. So, you know, so that companies and organizations really start valuing. So I think the biggest step in that direction is like WTO and, you know, UNICEF and UN, the UN and their rules, uh, you know, which they come up with. So, uh, you know, uh, United Nations has come up with a 12-point sustainable development goals. 
and uh, that is uh, these goals are to be achieved by each country by the period of 20 first earlier it was 2030 but i think it has been moved to 2050 so uh, a lot of the values of uh, creative society i can see that uh, you know uh, they uh, are echoed in that uh, 12 point agenda by the un as well so uh, uh, you know at a global level when you have an organization which can arm twist the lower organizations to really follow certain rules to kind of give uh, the basis uh, to create a good format or a platform for human value then only i feel you know it can be enforced uh, uh, i personally feel at least from my point of view uh, right now i don't see uh, any altruistic reason why organizations would let go of profits or things like that because at the end of the day we have we are on an economy based uh, system for each nation and economies run on profits which run on uh, you know and governments run on taxes and taxes come from profits so you you know we cannot re- that breaking that chain is going to be quite a big task in itself all right but uh, we are uh, talking about it from our point of you where we are when we are here in the consumer uh, format of the society yeah? and uh, the, um, the basic idea is to change this format to the creative one right and i, I think uh, the, there will be another motivation for this and it can be found very quickly yeah Right. Yeah. Yes. I think as consumers we can reject the companies or the products which you know we kind of come to know that are not being derived through good means like uh, you know diamonds uh, there was a big con- uh, they, you know everybody knows that you know there are things called blood diamonds which are derived from uh, countries in Africa uh, from you know the mines are be- uh, the mines are being uh, uh extracted with uh, mines actually use small kids and you know people from specific ethnic backgrounds so you know if once you reject such consumerism you know uh, only then uh, can we really look at moving towards um, uh, equal society yeah okay thank you for your understandings actually very very interesting and also i wanted to mention that all these uh, world organizations that they of course have this uh, uh, keep this in mind all these eight foundations too but uh, they all always try to struggle yeah to to fight against poverty hunger and so on but uh, interesting question that uh, it, it's it's all growing <laughs> it's uh, uh, because of this consumer format of the society it's not profitable for um uh, organizations nowadays when a person is happy yeah when a person lives a fulfilled life yeah so and th- th- that is why we need to change this uh, uh to creative uh, format so that it will be profitable for everybody to make uh other people's uh, lives uh, uh, ha- happier and uh, more prosperous <laughs> and then uh, um Uh, everything will be changed and uh, the fight with uh, hunger and everything will be over <laughs> i think thank you and miss provina can you find the motivation for business to exist in case uh, we live a prosperous life in all, in all spheres of our life yeah so actually you know though uh, you know i just wanted to start from ankita's uh, you know the answer and you know the business with not profit as well so you know i i was just thinking like you know uh, when we think of you know human humans involvement and the missionary okay that's where you know when people think like the missionaries can bring in more profits 
So they always, you know, discontinue human beings, right? So, so that's where, you know, humans are neglected, they profit their thinking. That has to be changed. That's to add on point what, uh, uh, you know, uh, Ankita has mentioned. So when it comes to, you know, uh, a business perspective, how do we bring like, you know, uh, the, the, what motivates us to, you know, bring in the, uh, you know, the, uh, the giving an opportunity for everyone. Right. So that's where I've mentioned about like, you know, the earlier what I mentioned about uh, the entrepreneurship for everyone. Right. The business for everyone. So how do, how do we bring in that change? How do we bring in that to the everyone? So when uh, government schemes say that, you know, these are the possibilities available, but when it comes to the, the, uh, the mere person, so they wouldn't be even aware of it. Right. So creating awareness about that and awareness about all the business available. And, you know, that's where, that's where, you know, uh, the person expressing about the, all the available business to the needy, you know, where they can pick it up and take it forward. That's how it will be helpful to them. Right. That's where the, you know, uh, business can bring into the play to everyone, all the humans. So all, all the human beings, like, you know, where they want to get into some kind of business and how they grab it and take it forward because you know, once you are making it ready for them. So somewhere, the, somewhere we need to bring the change in that. And when it comes to uh, business, uh, business, actually, you know, we have, a, we have a system like, you know, franchise system available, right? So how we are making it available to everyone. So that is one aspect of which we need to really think about. So that's where, you know, the, when we are thinking of creative society and what are the ways and means, you know, how we can bring that to the, uh, the, the common man. That's where we need to really think about. Yeah. Yes. So thank you. Um, I think these are such beautiful, diverse, uh, you know, perspectives and views. Um, so in the creative society, you know, whatever is happening around us is what is happening around us. So we are looking at it from our point of view. What do we think about it? So here also the human is a fundamental unit, you know, of society and every human is valuable in a creative society or in a society. So however, nowadays in a consumer format, you know, we see quite the opposite too. Right? And many a times we underestimate ourselves as well. You know, our influence to be able to do something, you know, about it. And as you have, you may have faced working with, you know, homemakers and in your own businesses also. You know, how, how, what is it that you, you face uh, those kind of, uh, you know, difficulties or challenges? So what can be done or what conditions and ecosystems are necessary, you know, to create so that everyone in the world will feel oneself as a valuable citizen of this planet Earth. So, um, Praveena, so what can be done? Because we have spoken so much about it that, you know, that it, there has to be profit, there has to be because an economy has to run. So what can be done, you know, where conditions and ecosystems are necessary to create you know, so that everyone in the world will feel oneself as a valuable citizen of planet Earth. Yes. So one thing we have to really, again, think back. And so uh, we are talking about, like, you know, again, uh, one thing, you know, uh, it has to come into our mind is, it's not we, we are going to do, it's like someone else is going to do, and we are going to accept it. That is a mindset which has to be changed because it's everyone's responsibility. It's not only government sector, like, you know, and NGOs, or in a, like in a confederations or an individual. So all of us need to strive for that. 
no so if you want to bring in oneness so as an individual everybody will not be capable of doing that so as a you know as an you know a, 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 a any confederation or the like how you know cmsme is doing so how they are bringing everybody into one platform when you are talking about like you know uh, as uh, you are aware like you know the global dialogues we are having global leadership dialogues and you know global summits we are having so a dialogue between all the countries like you know where we are bringing everyone onto one platform and creating an avenues for that so that, that that's how that's how we bringing like you know it's not uh, it's not that you know someone else will do for them or the, for the profit motto it's not the profit motto it's like you know creating avenues for everyone so we have to envision a creative society where you know all see there could be like you know when uh, when it comes to exports and imports i'm talking about like you no know, there could be a rural persons they having in you know, they, they are capable of doing but there's no guidance right can we bridge that gap can we bring that change can we build that ecosystem where you know everyone feels that like you know we are part of the system right so how how do they bring bring them so we have to build in the those strategies where you know we bring in all to the one platform means that this is the ways and means we cannot expect everyone to be so perfectly doing for themselves that's where we need to stand by and bridge in and make them as a leaders you know where they start doing you know so we have to inculcate into everyone mind that you know empowerment is everyone's responsibility it's not that you know one person yeah true true absolutely thank you so much pravina uh, this really thought provoking ankita over to you so what can be done <clears throat> or what conditions and ecosystems uh, can we create so that everyone in the world will feel oneself as a valuable citizen of this planet earth right so uh, i think i will go back to something with, which pravina ji had said you know i i think she and i we both started with the similar thought process in our uh, uh, entrepreneurship journey that we should try and equip people who do not have the resources to do so so i think once you start doing that from the ground up so pravina ji talked about from a, uh, coming from a, you know a macro level that you know those conditions should be created and uh, i am uh, also suggesting to align that you know the grassroots uh, level people at the grassroots whether it's in villages in rural areas they have to be made aware that you know they do not have to limit themselves they should not limit themselves because there are so many resources available now and uh, uh, you know up to a point i would say till 5 years back you know there weren't too many resources but because of the penetration of the internet and data and smartphones so even people across uh, rural areas are able to really equip themselves like farmers uneducated farmers are able to get uh, very good information tips on how to increase the productivity of their farming and uh, you know housewives of course you know i am working with housewives pramina ji is also working with housewives so i am working towards the corporate freelance uh, structure she is working towards building on the existing skills of women so i think there are already resources such resources in place so it's important that people start making use of them and you know once it, this starts happening at the household level or uh, you know at a segment level in society automatically the overall society grows you know this such conditions cre- get created uh, the results uh, the benefits are multifold so you know and uh, i think it's a very cliched thing but uh, i'll repeat it that you know 
you educate a man you educate only one person but uh, when you educate a woman you educate an entire generation so because uh, the woman is actually nurturing uh, not just the house or herself she's nurturing the future uh, as well mm-hmm. the future generations so you know uh, that eco if the women let's say in this generation onwards all women are aware of the uh, resources available to them and the benefits that they can derive where they can reach out uh, how they can overcome the issues if we can create uh, i think the environment is already coming up in many mm-hmm. places mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's uh, through internet or through uh, you know physical uh, counseling centers training right. centers upskilling centers uh, uh, i would even bring uh, counseling in terms of you know mental and emotional counseling mm-hmm. because to stepping true. out yeah. of a frame of mind is very important which is difficult yeah. in uh, conservative societies like india so you know uh, counseling people counseling uh, women uh, even mm. their uh, even the households you know the men mm. in the families on how they can actually benefit more by empowering the women in their house right. so uh, that can really i think automatically once the base level society empowered people will look for opportunities they will create opportunities you know you don't mm. need to look outside you don't need to wait for someone to give you the resources you will start connecting the dots you will start collaborating with each other and you will create so much more so i think it's it um, and of course the governments are then forced to create policies then because they realize that people want such things you know so yes. automatically that opening up of uh, economy or easing the policies which which people can use so uh, you know why certain countries are known for ease of startups and in india now we are trying to create that ease of starting up you know okay. so right. we can all have businesses uh, and we it can yeah. be easy for us to start doing things so i think yes. that is what the uh, my understanding is that that is how it should be that right so it is for each one of us you know for each one of us to uh, to to look at it that way it's so important for you know um, all of us so for people each one to be united by that one goal so common viewpoints that we see for all our civilizations where we all unite and work as a team you know towards improving the life of every human being for every human it's not that this is only for me but it is also for my neighbor it's for the other person so and whatever we think uh, you know and share starts forming our reality and that is vital it's very vital to be sincere and not be fearful you know to manifest the good the kind again and human which is in each one you know in in every person and that's exactly what i think when you all do uh, as uh, women runners you know as uh, entrepreneurs uh, taking that strength of every one person and you know building it up so um, <clears throat> so i see that it is that one thought that keeps tugging you know at both of you also at all the time that how can we make this better how do we you know do this uh, and those little changes that we can make to reach that goal you know and move away from you know total consumerism so we are the one in fact you are the one who can change this world and i think it is time to do that so starting from from us starting from me so it is it is me who can change you know um, you know change this world and definitely it is time so over to you tatiana 
Yeah, very inspiring <laughs> uh, conclusion. Absolutely, uh, thank you. So, Provina, is it necessary to change the format of our society to the creative one, and why? Absolutely, it is very much required. And I would say, I would take uh, words from Confederation of Indian MSME. We will always say, we won't believe in competition. We believe in collaboration. That's where, that's where the change comes in. The format of thinking. Competition always builds in anger, jealous, whatnot. All the, you know, the structure of the person changes. Whereas when you think of collaboration, we think bringing in, you know, hand in hand, we are planning to go. So that is a mindset that needs to be built in first, first and foremost. And uh, when, when it comes to, you know, uh, the format, of, you know, as I was mentioning, like, you know, when, uh, when we look at anyone, the destruction mindset or anything behavioral attitude changes, why will it happen? Because they are not, you know, uh, some anger and some kind of behavioral attitude, whatever is happening. In ancient days, we had meditation and yoga. Those are things which would, in India, which would control the person and make them not the beast. Beast is the word I took it from you. Creative society, not the beast and the person. So because, you know, that is where, you know, while they, are, they want to be good, but the anger makes them bad. So that's where we have to change the format where, you know, everybody gets into it. Because we already proven ideology like, you know, meditation, which will definitely calm down yourself and start thinking. And the mindset, we have to inculcate to everyone that, you know, it's not that, you know, someone is going to do. It's that, you know, you have to do. Because we always want a military person to be our neighbor, not our own household person in the house. Because they have to live their life. But we want to say that, yes, they have done a great job. But we don't want anyone from our family. So the mindset has to be really changed. So that's where I feel like, you know, and uh, in this regard. So, yeah, again, through Sheshakti Ubarat. And uh, I was uh, doing, you know, youth empowerment in that uh, we have call, uh, you know, covered over 30 colleges on national security, like you know, to bring change in the young minds, to change the format of their thinking. So the, to build a creative society, I think, so that is one of them. I was really happy. You know, I was resonating a lot with your Creative Society Foundations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right. So, uh, so the, we need this creative society to give good examples to, to our children and to people around us. Yeah, uh, to be humans, to be kind to each other, to love each other. That it 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 should be in the norm for for each person. Thank you. And Ankit, what about you? Is it necessary to change the format of the society to the creative one? Yes, absolutely. I think there's no denying that. And the fact that, you know, we have so many problems as human beings we have created for ourselves, uh, whether it's, you know, in the pursuit of some competition, competitive goal or some commercial aspect, you know, we have just become extremely selfish as people or as, uh, as a species, we only care about ourselves. So, uh, you know, we have to change that. Otherwise, we will not survive for too long, actually. Uh, you know, the other species will definitely outlive us. Because we are too selfish, you know, other species, they, uh, they live with each other, they coexist, we do not like to coexist, you know, we just want to be, we want to be the one, you know, and that has come down to a very individual level, which is hurting uh, the society in general. So, you know, then you are, that's why things like depression and mental illnesses have become so common. 
because uh, you know you there is no collaborative that feeling of collaboration of love respect all those uh, things which are there in the you know the values the human values have um, disappeared so uh, once these things start coming back you know we actually live a much more healthy life and uh, we will definitely contribute uh, to the society and the you know the world in general we can uh, take care of everybody else including other species on the earth so i think we as humans have a very big responsibility that, that we should fulfill so great yeah thank you um creative society first and foremost uh, you know we need to be it needs to be just uh, free and equal so um you know uh, where there are no wars or conflicts no violence no starving artists um and I, you know i i picked this up from creative society um, you know because we have artists who starve everyone gets to live comfortably that will provide us you know and our children full protection so ankita do you want to live in the creative society in your opinion what every person can do to make these positive changes in the society that is it starts with me right and how important is the role of everyone so i have three requests here first do you want to live in 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 this creative society what every person can do and how important is the role of everyone so there are three requests three questions in this over to you ankit all right so uh, for the first one definitely i would love to see how we can create a creative society and you know what would be the results of living in such a society mm. second uh, as an individual i think we can just start by respecting each other that mutual respect once we start doing each other and you know stop discriminating uh, against each other uh, on basis of anything i think we we, we will uh, kind of meet most of the criteria because you know you'll automatically start uh, valuing humans uh, start valuing the my neighbor much more then the third is uh, uh, you know uh, as a society what we can do if if i recall correctly that was the third how important yeah how important oh, is the role of everyone yes i mean uh, everyone is built by each one of us so mm. i think uh, till each one of us really play a part uh, there is no everyone so mm. you know each one of us has to do the our bit and you know then everyone will have automatically be in place so you know uh, i have to do that i have to try and tell uh, my family members my children that you know they have to try and follow these as much as possible they have to mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that is how we will grow and uh, we will thrive as a society and even as human beings so sure. i think that is what i would like to say brilliant uh, over to you pravina i will really resonate with ankita she's been podcast telling right. it's really wonderful right it's individually yeah it's everyone's responsibility but you know uh, and again we cannot exp- expect everyone to think like that so i always believe in like you know how do we bring that change in them and mm-hmm. make them think like us and we should right. never think they're not thinking like us then we should ignore them so that is mm-hmm. where i would say i always believe in i don't know whether i'm answering in a question by question but you know <laughs> i would have to mention i would yeah. believe in one thing even in women and vision i go with one rule the one simple rule i'm right. going to if you are going to empower 10 women 
I'm going to add you into 20 groups and, and you know, where you have into 200, right? So many customers. Right. So I, I'm a person thinking, let me build a strategy. Let me build mm-hmm. where, you know, everyone, you know, I should make them involve in them, you know, bring them into the system. You know, how I do it, you know, what is their area? Few may like few things like, you know, where I can unite with them in that particular common, common thing. Then I'll go, go with that extent and bring that chain and make a strategy where they'll involve and they just get along. And I would really take one more example. Maybe I've been telling the examples, but, you know, I would love to do that because I'm associated with one of the uh, association with Atirva, where, you know, mm-hmm. women involvement was not there. Then I said right. that maybe the communication you're not doing with women properly. Let me start one group and where, you know, I turned up to a women convener where even if it is a mosquito menace or the water problem and we women were there to order wow. because, you know, we have to, you know, lead by example. When you are there and take, it's not yes. that, you know, they're not confident or capable. Right. It's that, you know, you drive it and then bring them into drive, driving mm. that. So that's mm. what I believe in. So I've been doing that and definitely we all should take this as a responsibility. We should never think like if someone is not involved, they are not interested, I'll try to understand what is the yes. connecting point and True. trigger there and bring the change. That's what no I thought. And that's the importance. Thank you so much. Yes, of course, you answered all the three requests. Thank you. Brilliant. So Creative Society is first and foremost people, people, all of us you know, and people themselves, people from different spheres of activity, like, you know, how you were, you were relating that, Praveena, of different interests as well, right? Social status, who actively interact with each other, and we feel the desire to make the world a better place. That's how you, you know, when you're talking about so many WhatsApp groups and 200 people in, in each, so they, they're trying to make it a better place, you know, starting with themselves. So we as humans hold that uh, golden key to the highest kingdom of a creative society. No one else will come and do it for us, which can only happen with, you know, with love, peace and compassion, not with, uh, you know, wars and violence. So as humanity has the capacity, all of us have the capacity to solve all of the problems you know, of the world, like how, you know, you jumped in Praveena, you said, you know, I became the convener and this is what I've done. But this could have only been done through kindness. And that change begins with us, right? So that that's absolutely on a great note. Both of you have, uh, you know, spoken about the, you know, that it begins with you. So on that note, what would you wish our viewers, just in about two lines, you know, what is your wish? Uh, or there are, you know, thousands of people listening to you. So what is it that you wish? Praveena, two lines. So I would say empowerment is everyone's responsibility. Building a creative society is everyone's responsibility. Let's do it. If someone is not coming along with you, let's take them for, along with us. So let's do it. Wonderful. Ankita, two lines. I will just say that, you know, uh, after this pandemic, whoever has survived, you know, you have to uh, value humans a lot more than you did earlier. So please respect either, even if you don't agree with them. Because, you know, life is quite short. And uh, I think you will automatically start empowering each other once you start respecting each other. So things will become much easier to tackle. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for your uh, you know, beautiful thoughts and your views. Uh, thank you both of you for being with us today and for this enriching conversations. To conclude, 
you know, that a small human act can activate a huge change in the world, like you both have done, right? And imagine separation between yourself and the people that no longer exist in what you both do. What remains is, you know, peace, goodness, and a creative movement like this one. And as council members of CIM, SME, and GCPIT, we all envisage and have pledged to change. So we share a beautiful world, actually, if we choose to. So maybe we always, you know, we always find platforms like Creative Society and conversations around humanity and human life, you know, which is so paramount, where each one of us cares for human life, human freedom, like how Ankita said human freedom is, is what, you know, she always feels that, you know, she's so close to that. And human safety, the creative ideology, justice and equality. So to everyone watching, it starts with each one of us, with, with you. What can you do so that you, your families, your children, and the next generations would live in a society worthy of a human Let's together, as the entire humanity, find answers to these questions, right? Thank you, thank you, and thank you so much to everyone. This is a namaste from India for being with us today and for such enriching conversations. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank everyone. you so much. Thank you for this uh, perfect conclusion. Absolutely great ideas for the conclusion of this uh, very enriching and creative conversation. Just I would like to say to our viewers that if you are still not a part of the Creative Society, but want to uh, take this first step, please go to our website, alatreunites.com, where you can find the button, red button, join us, choose the language that you speak, and uh, choose the way how you can participate in our uh, project and you are uh, part of this project and you have made this first little but very important a crucial step to, to the creative society to the improving life of, of yours and the people around you and thank you dear guests for this really great wonderful conversation namaste from russia it was real a real pleasure to, to have you today and see you soon bye thank you so much. thank you